The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Carrollton, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, an internet show that just found out that you can't open a bar until 7 a.m. in Texas. Well, you can open it before then. You just can't, can't serve any can't liquor. serve any, any alcohol. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or you're listening or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 26th birthday today is Philippe Coutinho. Uh, snack. Mm, I know, buddy. Snack. But, you know. Snack. Oh, he gave you a lot of good years. Friendship with snack ended. Today is Tuesday, June 12th, 2018, 163 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 572, 572, Duke Sims' OPS in his 39 games in 1974 Texas Rangers final. 39 games of his career. He's one of nine players ever drafted out of the University of Idaho. The most notable of those, starting pitcher Larry Jackson, a four-time All-Star with the Cardinals and the Cubs. On today's show, guys, we are going to take a look at 1A Division II, the very teeny tiniest little division, barely even knows a word yet, just a little baby division, 1A Division II. Going to talk about, I mean, we're going to basically try to answer the question, Strawn or the field? Right? Mm -hmm. That's the question. Yes. Why not? Like, why dance around it? That's the question. We'll get into that. And then back half of the show, a couple of great interviews. Uh, one great interview. and <laughs> let's, let's calm down here, buddy. One great interview, and then I did an interview. Matt Stepp talked with the head coach at Klein Kane, Coach James Clancy, the newest school there in Klein ISD. <clears throat> and then I was at the Northwest State Qualifying Tournament, uh, and I caught up with Denton Coach Billy Miller. He put up with me. So we will hear from both of those fine gentlemen uh, coming up here in the back half of the show. Before you get to your warm-up, mm-hmm. Corey Hogue would like to know why or who the heck drinks before 7 a.m. And let let us tell you why we were looking this up. It's this thing called the World Cup, and there is one game in the World Cup this year that starts at 5 a.m. this Saturday, and we are seriously considering heading to a bar to watch that game. Australia and France yep. lace it up uh, at, and we were at just 5 a.m. Central. F- we were just trying to figure out how long we'd have to struggle through it yeah. before Guinnesses here's, would here's be poured. Here's the great thing about that um, is that you're is that that's a perfect amount of coffee time. I need it coffee is. to get revved up, and then nothing but depressants. I guess because uh, yeah. I won't be watching the United States anyway. Um, so my Twitter sabbatical is over. I've been on a Twitter sabbatical. I had gone like three months without tweeting. And I started in March basically because for two reasons. One, um, I don't have time to be goofing around arguing with people on Twitter during magazine season. Mm-hmm. And two, I've this is the third year I've done it, and I've got to tell you, it's very cleansing. Mm. It's a it's a very and I know you are you are very out on Twitter right very now. Very out. Um, 
Lots of our viewers are lovely and tag uh, tag me on Twitter, and I see those tags. So don't don't take it the wrong way. But I will never respond because I am doing my best to just avoid it, contributing or being a part, an active participant. Yeah. In that cesspool, I will I will tell you that I don't. I, d- I did not hate my Twitter sabbatical. There were times where I had like funny things to say, and instead I just said them to my wife, who was like, "Please get back on Twitter." Yeah, please go um, away. But. It, I, I will say that if you are somebody who tweets or if you're somebody who uh, does social media, take like a month off. I'm not going to say three. I'm not going to recommend that. But yeah. take a month off yeah. and see if you miss it. Like the first day or so will be weird, but then you'll kind of settle into a groove. You'll be like, oh, I don't really miss this at all. So anyway, my Twitter sabbatical is over. You can follow me on Twitter at Tepper. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter, at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com, slash Dave Campbell's, follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com, slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Max, let's talk about the smallest classification in Texas high school football, 1A Division II. I mean, we're talking about teams... Within schools, with enrollment, uh, let me just find a random one. I'm going to find an enrollment here. Let's it's always see. a fun game. Let's see. Uh, an enrollment of, where are you? I'm supposed to have that. Oh, this stupid thing. I can't find it. Uh, I mean, we're talking T90 little schools. Mm. Real, real, real tiny little schools. Um, and so what we want to do is take a look at 1A Division Two and go region by region. We're going to do all of them uh, today just because, again... They are small districts, and we might as well get rid of them. For example, the team we're going to talk about a lot is Strawn. Strawn mm-hmm. has an enrollment of 44. That's what we're talking about. Small teams. Yep. 29 is an enrollment for Guthrie. 25 is the enrollment for Harold. These are small, small, small teams, but they play big-time football, and we're excited to see. <laughs> enrollment's so like. so small, Corey Hoke says. Tepper can't find it. And so small, it's like a near magnifying glass. Yes. So let's take a look at, let's start with, we'll start with Region 1 of 1A Division 2. And here, I would say that you've got a bit of a wide open, um, a bit of a wide open uh, kind of field. A few teams that I think could be in the mix, but the team that's going to be the team that you're going to hear a lot about is Follett. Follett brings back, uh, let's see, a, a fair amount of their team uh, from last year—a nine and four team. And most importantly, this is a team that uh, that ran all the way to the quarterfinals last year before losing uh, to Turkey Valley, who's now in Division One. So I think that Follett's probably your favorite there. If you're looking for another team to to challenge them, uh, I would say it's probably going to be Anton. That's a, that's a, I think a sleeper out there as well. Uh, but overall, I would say that Region One is probably. I hate to say the weakest, but like when you look at these other regions, I just don't think it stacks up depth-wise. Mm-hmm. Or having this one team that's really killer—that's right. why I think Follett is the favorite here. They're they're a solid squad. The Panthers uh, bring back a fair amount from last year. Uh, they're the early front runner in the region as a whole. But I would say Anton or Motley County is probably your your sleeper there in one A division one A division two region one. Now let's go to region two, and region two I think is 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 the opposite of that. In a lot of respects, I think region two might be the deepest region in the state. Uh, when you look across here, I, I really like what Blackwell brings back. Uh, this is a Blackwell squad uh, that won 11 games last year with seven starters back. Uh, we've got Jayton. I think Jayton could be a squad. The Jaybirds are, are a team to keep an eye on. Uh, I would keep an eye on Buena Vista. Buena Vista was a bit of a surprise last year, a 9-2 team uh, that, that we thought could be pretty good, but but really, really uh, you know surged late in the year. And, and by the way, is a team dropping down from Division One. And then there's teams like 
Grand Falls Royalty, right? Who is a team that has great tradition, a program with excellent pedigree. Uh, Throckmorton is in the mix. I think 1A Division 2, I, I think 1A Division 2, Region 2, rather, is probably the deepest and, and probably the one that is the most likely to pr- to produce a surprise. I would say Blackwell probably starts the year, maybe Buena Vista. Blackwell or Buena Vista start 1 and 1A as far as favorites to, to win Region 2. But if you look around this region, it's not hard to see two or three other teams that you can say, oh yeah, I can absolutely see that. So let's talk about Region 3. And, and with all due respect, teams like Forestburg mm-hmm. and Gordon mm-hmm. and Morgan. This is about two teams. Okay, This is about Strawn and this is about Iredell. Now I want to start with Iredell first and foremost. Ireland's a squad that uh, that went uh, 10-3 last year. They bring back six starters, eight lettermen uh, from their team a year ago, and I really think that Iredell has a chance to be really good. This Dragons team, I think, has been waiting uh, for this this group of seniors to be seniors. They got Morgan Whitfield. They got Colton Fowler. They got Jacob Garcera, the, the coach's kid. I'm really excited to see what the Dragons do. Here's the problem, though, okay? And I really don't think I can overstate this. All right. Strawn has everyone back. Not literally. They did lose six lettermen. But let me tell you who they have back. Okay. They have the player of the year, Tanner Hodgkins. He's back. They have the Division II offensive MVP in Carlos Villanueva. They're back. He's back. They have the defensive MVP. And Yvonne Ruiz, he's back. And, by the way, five other All-State players from the reigning state champions all coming back. Across the state, at every level, we've talked about favorites. Okay, we've talked about, I think, Newton, right? Newton's a big favorite. Everyone really likes Newton. Uh, I think Brock has a chance to be really, really good. Uh, There's a few other teams that, that you look at them and you go, wow, they are going to start the year in the catbird seat. Okay? Alito, right? In Division 2. 5A Division 2. There is no bigger favorite to win a state championship than Strawn. I'm really comfortable saying that. Because this team brings back every important piece from a team that was really dominant last year. I would say, I would say if right now, you know, down the road, we usually have something where. Say, oh, if you have to sign your mortgage onto one uh, bet on one team, right? I think you could. I think it's it's probably strong. This team is loaded, and and I'm really excited to see uh, what they're able to do. So, strong is is the favorite, not just to win Region Three, but in my mind, to win Division Two. So then, let's go down to Region Four, and Region Four has got a number of teams that you could absolutely see doing this. One is Calvert. Calvert's got nine starters, or a 9-2 team uh, a year ago. Uh, this is a, a Calvert team that brings back six starters. Uh, I'm really excited to see what they're able to put together. Uh, I think that they've got a chance to be really good. I think Oakwood has a chance to be good as well. A 7-5 team from a year ago, uh, but they bring back a lot of talent, a lot of headliners, seven starters back from this Oakwood team. And then there's kind of the mystery, okay? And it's weird to call them a mystery, but Richland Springs is a bit of a mystery, right? A new coach, Thomas Tipton, takes over after Jerry Burkhart took a a gig at Stanton, which is 3A, I think? 
2A or 3A. 2A. So it's an 11-man team. It's 3A because I did it in the right. magazine. Jerry right. Burkhart leaves. Jerry Burkhart, one of the winningest coaches in six-man history, right? One of the most successful coaches. They don't bring back a ton, right? Just one starter on offense, two starters on defense. But from a pedigree perspective, there's maybe no team in the state at any level that yeah. has the pedigree of Richland Springs right. in the last decade and a half. Okay, they have eight. They have eight titles since two thousand and four. This is a team that is going to be a threat, and so that's why it seems weird that we're talking about Calvert, we're talking about Oakwood, when normally most years you'd go, okay, let's take a look at the bracket, and Richland Springs will right. pencil them in right, right there. That's the interesting part of this: is that can we figure out what what they're going to look like? And by the way. Throckmorton and Jayton, or rather, that's in Region 2. But this is a, a Region 4 that I think could be really, really interesting. Those top three, Calvert, Oakwood, and Richland Springs, what does Richland Springs look like under new coach Thomas Tipton? I'm excited to see uh, what they're able to do. Overall, again, the question with 1A Division 2, and the question all year long, is can anyone get in Strawn's way? Their biggest threat, in my mind, may come from within their own region, uh, in a team that they would have to see in a regional final, and that would be Iredell. But I will tell you that Strawn looks like a, a team that you can really hit your wagon to because I think that this team has the high expectations. Uh, I know that we talked with Dwayne Lee. He really likes what they bring back from this year, uh, from last year's team. I think that they have a chance to be really, really special again. Right now, 1A Division Two probably at least goes through Strawn, not just because they're defending champs, but because of all the talent that they bring back. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage. High school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Look. Man, I should have, I really should have, the, the cover's sitting over there. I should have cut it out and held Oops. it up. The real cover's over there. This is a printout. <laughs> the magazine will be bigger than this, but if you want this magazine, TexasFootball.com is where you can get it, okay? I, I keep, I feel like I keep saying the same things, and because we have people who, who listen all the time, they may be sick of me hearing, hearing this, or hearing me say this. They're probably sick of me talking at all, but point is, if you want this magazine, you've got two options, okay? You can wait until the last week of June, and run around to Walmart, H-E-B, Brookshire's, and get your magazine there. And I don't want to stop you from doing that. However you get the magazine, just go get it. Okay. The other option is to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. We will take the magazine right off the press, put it in an envelope for you, write your name on it, your address, put a couple stamps on it, put it in the mail for you. It'll go directly to you. We have reason to believe that if you order it this week, there's a pretty good chance you're going to get it before it hits news, newsstands. I can't guarantee it because I don't control the mail, but we believe we've fixed those issues from last year. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including a ton of awesome stuff coming that we're working on right now, like expanded team previews of every Texas high school football team on their own page. That's right. We're also going to have uh, recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete, insider stuff from Matt Stepp. Uh, you also get the 2018 Recruiting Edition, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Recruiting, profiling more than 400 prospects around the state. All that for 19.95. The magazine retails for 10.95, and after tax, you're going to pay what? 12 bucks? It's about right. 
you also get the recruiting edition. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. All for nineteen ninety five for an entire year. Nineteen ninety five for an entire year makes a great gift. Father's Day is Sunday. Get on it. TexasFootball.com is where you can find it. Max, we divided and conquered this weekend. Uh, Matt Sepp, our Dave Campbell's Texas Football High School Football Insider, was down in Houston for one of the state qualifying tournaments for 7-on-7 seven seven down there, catching up with a number of coaches. One of them they caught up with is the new head coach at Klein Kane. Do you know what their... Is their mascot... And, and this is always the thing I have to do. I believe they're the Hurricanes. Are they... I, I didn't want to associate them with an awesome... They are. They're the Hurricanes. These are the ones I have to commit to memory. The Klein Kane Hurricanes. Yeah, that's terrible. Which is... I mean, it's, it makes sense. We complain all the time that schools don't take what's given to them with mm-hmm. their names. You should be the Hurricanes, but that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. The Klein Kane Hurricanes. James Clancy, the new head coach of this, the newest program at Klein ISD. Here's Matt Stepp's interview with James Clancy of Klein Kane here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp with Dave Campbell's Texas Football back here at the Cypress Creek 707 State Qualifying Tournament here with the head coach of the Klein, Klein Kane Hurricanes, Coach James Clancy. It's a, that's a bit of a tongue, tongue twister, isn't it? Uh, Klein Kane Hurricanes. It is, but once you get used to it, it's fun to say. Well, Coach, I uh, appreciate your time. Uh, I know if, if we see Coach Clancy do a high five or a fist pump, it's because his kids are playing right in front of us uh, in their first game against Montgomery. Uh, so, Coach, uh, new program, first varsity season coming up in 2018. I know there's a lot of excitement around around the community. Uh, what's been the biggest challenge and some of the things that you've been trying to instill in your program as you kind of build towards that uh, first varsity football game? You know, it just opening a school has so many different challenges. I mean, it's an, an experience unlike any other it's very humbling but also it's very rewarding all at the same time uh you know i think the thing for us was you know bringing five different communities you know two high schools and three intermediate feeders uh together uh to form one community and i think that is a challenge within itself and then you also just talk about you know kids that are coming from different areas that may have had you know older brothers or sisters go to a different high school and it's just a whole new identity for them um and then also having no basis of comparison uh for a previous varsity year is very different for coaches when you're trying to plan on what you want to work on in the off season and what you want to get better at and things like that so you know luckily we're blessed with the great staff with uh they came from a bunch of different places uh, that were all successful and and we just we want to focus on getting better each day and becoming closer i think you know building chemistry in our culture has been the number one priority for us this year uh we know that you know, only having three grade levels is going to be a tremendous challenge going into a varsity season um but we got to celebrate the things that we do well together uh uh, and, and continue to you know, push our kids to grow and be successful. Now, one thing you guys did, did well a couple of weeks ago was uh, maybe it meant last week at the Woodlands uh, Qualifier. You guys played, I mean, for a first-year school, you went out and competed really well, had a good day. Uh, I know you were probably happy about, about that. Uh, what can success in 7-on-7 seven seven be you know, translate into the fall as far as just confidence? And then what are you looking to see out of your kids today when you're watching them compete? You know, I just think that anything that we do well at this point and do well together is is a step in the right direction for us. You know, 7-on-7 seven seven has a bunch of tremendous benefits, even though we recognize that it is not real football. But just the elements of, I mean, being together, doing things together, throwing and catching, you know, uh, you know, dealing with the elements, you know, making that commitment to be here during the summertime. You know, I mean, it's a Friday during the summer. There's no workouts or anything. And these kids choose to come out and work on football, you know. So those things are very encouraging. Uh, just for us in our situation, you know, going against other varsity SQTs, kids with varsity experience, you know, the kids don't have a – they'll have a little bit better idea of what speed of the game is. Obviously, it's not – all the way of Friday night speed of the game, but they just you know to see how they match up, you know, we'll see how why they got to stay in the weight room and come to uh, strength and conditioning camp during the summer and all those things. 
Now, looking ahead to 2018, uh, what, what kind of identity do you want your team to have? What kind of football team can we expect, can Hurricane fans expect from your ball club in 2018? I want us to play extremely hard. I want us to represent our school with, with great pride and understand what a unique opportunity it is to be the first, first varsity football team ever for a high school. All right, final question for you. If I come down to Climb Memorial, there's a lot of Saturday games. I might, I might make it down for a Saturday game at Memorial. Uh, where do I need to go eat pregame, and uh, which coach and your staff can put away the most food uh, come pregame mealtime? Well, I know that you are a barbecue guy, okay? So the, the best barbecue place, in my humble opinion, in Houston is the pit room, okay? Now, our defensive coordinator, Coach Lane Sandbrooks, he didn't, couldn't make it today, so he's going to get put on blast. But he is definitely the uh, – Definitely the guy that we got to we got to go you know win a championship and, and putting down some barbecue. He's coming with me. So, uh, but the the pit room is is it's down it's a little bit a little bit further away. You'd have to stop there and then drive up to Climb Memorial. But they they've been really good to us and and it's a fantastic restaurant. Uh, and then if uh, for our scouting meals, if you gotta come scout at Climb Memorial, we always make sure we go eat some chips and salsa over at Gringos right down the road. So all right. Now what 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 do you uh, what's your go to at, at the pit room? Uh, what, what's your go to meal? Beef rib, hands down. Beef rib, all yeah. right. All right, well, there you have it. Coach Clancy's a beef rib guy. Appreciate your time. Enjoy watching your kids compete, and uh, good luck in 2018. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. There he is, James Clancy, head coach, the Klein Kane Hurricanes. He says the pit room. That's where we got to eat down there. Best barbecue if you're going to listen, Klein. Well, listen. I've heard that. When's the next I've got a few people tell me the pit, pit room's pretty good. We got to get to Klein. Well, as Matt was saying in the video, they got a lot of a lot of Saturday games down there. A lot of Saturday so. games. Lost Saturday games. You could turn that into a weekend. Yeah. Nature Time weekend. Up in the northern part of the state, I was in Justin for the Northwest State Qualifying Tournament. Ran into a number of great coaches. Watched some good 7-on-7 seven seven as well. One of the coaches I ran into is the head coach the Denton Broncos, Coach Billy Miller, entering his second season there at Denton High. A very young team last year. Extremely young. I think they played something like 14 sophomores last year. It was an insane number of sophomores. They're all back. Hoping to make an impact in 2018. Here's my conversation with Denton High coach Billy Miller here on Texas Football Today. Greg Tepper with Dave Campbell's Texas Football on TexasFootball.com. Here at the Northwest State Qualifying Tournament for 7-on-7. Seven seven, here with the head coach of the Denton Broncos. It's Coach Billy Miller. Coach, you staying cool? <laughs> it's going to be tough today. I think they're going to run us up to about 100 today and got us out here on these turf fields. So hopefully we can stay cool. they got some good water out here for us. You know, I'm really interested in always hearing from coaches what it is you're looking for. Obviously, you can't be directly involved with the coaching, and, and I know you'd love to be out there doing doing the X's and O's, but you know, while you're out here watching your kids, what, what are you looking for from your kids? Well, exactly what you, you were kind of alluding to right there. We want to see if our kids can get out there, if they can handle themselves when they're out on the field in the heat of the battle without us screaming down their necks, without us doing all the things, making all the decisions, everybody looking back to the sideline, all that. We want to know that they've taken what we've given them throughout the course of the year, uh, and they can make it, and they can execute out here on the field on a you know on a Saturday afternoon, you know people are out here. There's there's guys everywhere. You look in all these different fields out here. There's 250 kids out here running around, and uh, and you know we're not allowed to coach them, and uh, so we want to see if they can handle themselves. And uh, you know it's all about competition. You know seven on seven is it's great. It's great for competition. It's great for getting kids out doing things together. Uh, it's not always the best indicator of how you're going to be on a Friday night in the fall, but uh, it, it definitely gives you the 
the sense of what your kids take from you on a day-by-day basis. So it's fair to say that you're out here, you're not necessarily looking for great catches or incredible throws, but maybe you're on the bigger picture, you're looking for leaders to step up? Uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, we want the good catches too, though. We, <laughs> we, want, we want some good plays. That's what, that's what makes it exciting for our kids. They get to come out here, they get to have fun. Uh, this is a time for them to kind of show out because, you know, sometimes, you know, when we start getting into the, the business atmosphere on a, on a Friday night, sometimes we, we, uh, we as coaches, we, we want to see things be precise, and sometimes it takes that fun aspect away. And so we're trying to give them uh, a chance throughout the course of the year to be, you know, have that individuality and to, and to allow them them to to go out and play and show out and i mean get, get you some stuff to put on twitter get you you know that, that's that's this is what this is what this time's for you know and uh and if I, you know, I got my guys they're sitting right here this is really what it's all about i got i got 20 guys sitting over here hanging out with each other we're gonna spend all day together today and uh, when we come back on monday and and we get we get in the weight room and we get you know we get out there and we start running 200s they're gonna be able to support each other because they're doing stuff like this on a saturday and in, in the summertime. Uh, you know, you mentioned to me that, that you got a number of kids who are, who are off at camp and stuff like that, but but I think another thing that's interesting to me is that you, you didn't view that as a negative. You're saying, hey, let's get some of these young kids, guys who may not necessarily get all those reps, to get them some action. You know, it, it really is. It's, uh, it's, it's really important to get everybody involved. Um, you know, guys going off and being at camps, that's great great for them and their individual uh, you know, accomplishments. You know, everybody wants to, wants to show out for the colleges and, and do stuff like that, but um, it's also good for our program because when they go off, you know, if number one, if they get, if they're getting offers and they're getting looks from colleges, that means that those guys are coming and looking at the rest of our guys. And so, anytime our kids can go off and get exposure for for our program, it's great. Um, and at the same time, it allows us to get some of these younger kids up and get them in the mix and and do some things that they normally wouldn't get to do. And they get to come out here now. I, you know, I got some young kids out here today that some of these guys, the older guys, they don't even know their names. And uh, and so we're we're trying to get them involved and let them see what it's like to you know come be a be a part of this deal and you know you know the, the there's a lot that goes into it too for us because you know we did have a rough season last year you know we're in every game we played uh but we came up on the wrong end of most of them and so for us to come out here you know two weeks ago we were at grapevine we won three games you know today we won our first game today so we're looking to to try to keep improving on that and get these guys a taste of what winning feels like as opposed to you know having that bitter taste in their mouth from what happened to us last year you know you brought up the, the fall i want to forward to that you know you're you're going to uh, your second year there at, at, here at Denton High and uh, uh, you know last year you, as you mentioned things didn't go you know as you would have preferred sure. uh, how do you get these kids how do you how do you get your team to over the hump because you mentioned you're in almost every game we're in every game how do you how do you how do you instill in these kids the uh, the, the the way to finish well you know finish is a it, it's a strong word yeah. it's a strong word and and uh, you know right now we're we're doing stuff in our off season program that. Uh, allows us to emphasize the finish um that that's a big part of it the other thing is just making these guys understand and being out here is a, is a big deal because when we come out here and compete and we go and we stand up against guys it allows me to tell us hey look we got the same guys that everybody else in the state has. It's just a matter of whether or not you guys are going to bond together, whether you're going to take your coaching, whether you're going to do the things that we're asking you to do. Do it at a high level and don't make excuses when bad things happen. Just hey, bounce back, go make something good happen on the next play, and, and, and you're going to be in a good position to compete with anybody you come up against in the state. It's been a year since you left Ryan for Denton High, and my question is have you gotten all the Ryan out of your system? Are you full-on Bronco now? I mean that's kind of a it's kind of a loaded question. I don't know that's really a, I don't know that's really even a fair question. 
Uh, I told you I asked the tough questions around here. <laughs> I yeah, so LSA burger, that's where I like to eat, you know, like No, uh Hey, you know, I, I spent uh, I spent the the better part of uh, seven seven years at uh, at Ryan, and and you know, and I'm sure you hear this from just about everybody you probably talk to and ask that type of question to. Uh, it's always going to be a part of, of who I am. Where I mean, it's where I've been. It's it's who molded me into who I am today. Um, we had a lot of great teams that I was a part of there too. So hopefully, I could take some of that wisdom that I learned from Coach Florence and Coach Hennigan, and hopefully, I can take some of that and bring it here. And and pretty soon, we're going to be having champions chips rolling out of here that's that's the goal but lsa burgers the answer to your question <laughs> yeah lsa burger there's a couple of joints over there in uh in, in the den area that i that i frequent um but yeah lsa burger is a good one he's billy miller the head coach of denton high coach appreciate your time thanks Greg. there is billy miller the head coach of denton high that was a bit of a mean question right he's it wasn't the, very fair he's gotten the ryan out of his yeah. system I don't it wasn't know. very fair i know it wasn't but uh i'm a jerk we all knew that yeah but we appreciate him putting up with me and talking a little bit of Broncos football. Excited to see what they do in year two under Coach Billy Miller. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Got a bone to pick here. Oh? Robert Wolf. Yeah? One of our most dedicated viewers. Yeah? You know what he just complained about in the comments? There is well, no that's telling. great. Step, Step's finally coming down to Houston, but he hasn't. When's he going to talk to the Stratford coach? Oh, you- oh my God! So, uh, where were you yesterday, Robert? That's what I want to know. We literally talked to Todd Reagan yesterday. You know, I appreciate that Robert's here every day. I do, but no, obviously, right? Apparently I know if that's. I know. I know. Killing me. Oh Absolutely killing me. I don't, you know, it's... Go on. It's only going to make me more mad if we land that. <sighs> Our man, Anthony Hill. Yes. One week left in Afghanistan, then back to Texas in time to get his magazine. My Salute. man. Thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. We are looking forward to having you back here. Do you, What do you think our ratings are like in Afghanistan? <sighs> at least I one. I got to say. At least one. We got at least one. I got to say. If you want to be, the, if we want to be the preferred station of our soldiers over there, Deal. I would be thrilled. Check. I think they could probably do better than us, but Don't I would absolutely, I would absolutely love to uh, to have that audience. And of course, you mentioned this uh, while we were off camera, but of course, a few of our guys are, are chiming in here. The UIL, yes, a couple of UIL things. Train uh, horns. One, they are they have pushed back the idea of. We might talk about this a little more tomorrow. Yeah. But we, they pushed back the idea of uh, home field advantage in the first round for 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A. They were considering all those. Uh, Kicking put, that can down the road? They pushed it back one more year. They want to see how this rolls this yeah. year. They want one more year of data, okay. so they pushed that back. Uh, but the Max Thompson story here is that the UIL has sent along to the Medical Advisory Committee, who has the final say on it, and you have to think it'll pass, a ban on train horns. The train horns are going away. Almost certainly, it's not. It's not official, official, but sounds like they're going away. My two stances on the train horns were number one, it was clever when one or two schools were doing it. Yeah. Number two, never indoors. Mm-hmm. But what happens at state now is eighty-five percent of the teams have a train horn, mm-hmm. and your ears are just assaulted. Yeah. The whole day. 
Yeah. It's and tough. I'm no. So yeah, you won't. I won't be shedding a tear for our our dear train horns. Unfortunately. Anything else? Nah. That's gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TextFootball.com. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for the two day anniversary of when we talk to the Houston Stratford coach. <laughs> Texas football today. <laughs>